Good evening and welcome to another episode of Hearts Knit Together in Christ. I am your host, Marcia A. Sullivan, and I would like to say thank you for coming to join tonight, to listen. This is a time where we do share God's word and we share scriptures and uh, real life experiences for us to really adhere to whatever it is that God wants to speak to our hearts and, and share with us so that we can take heed. And today I have such a incredible message for you. And I pray that um, you're going to receive it because there are a lot of um, scriptures that I'm going to point to to help you to understand this, this important thing here is that you must understand that the enemy's job is so different from God's, his agenda, the enemy role is to steal, kill, and to destroy our lives at every cost, okay? And because of that, it's so important that we must be aware of the tricks and the devices, the schemes of the enemy, that we must be alert, just like a soldier is always on alert, especially if they're in a battle. We're in a spiritual battle. And I, I came across this story that truly uh, made me think about the story that I'm going to take you into in the Bible where we're going to talk about Samson. But this was a story that happened to a young lady um, in real life. It recently happened in October. This was a story of a former police officer who had actually intervened uh, with investigation uh, because she tried to protect her boyfriend who was also involved as a gang member and she would try to withheld information from the police and the police didn't know anything about it until he was caught in her car if you read the story uh, you can find it on WSB TV on channel 2 and it was written by uh, by a writer named Michael so he wrote this article about this case that happened, but the boyfriend was caught uh, in her car, and that's how the, the police team was able to find and investigate, you know, because this guy was driving her car. He didn't have any license, all of this thing. So, you know, it says that even Miss Jackson became a police officer in 2019, and it seems as though to me she had such a bright future going for herself. Um, you know, she was in a high rank position, probably making decent amount of money, just kind of getting her foot wet. And all of a sudden she, you know, falls head over heels for somebody who she didn't really know. Um, not going to say no personally in that way, but I'm going to say no as far as di didn't know what his motives was and not knowing that one day this girl, this guy was going to get caught just driving her car and that her life would just spin out of control and just be wrapped up in one single day and that she herself will become a reproach to her own community and those surrounding her who probably held her to a very high esteem and I want you to uh, I want you to see two things that that is possible that when we're not listening to God or those surrounding us, we can fall into the pit that the enemy set 
just for us. And number two, when there is rebellion in our lives and pride consumes us, that we can truly become a reproach, okay? Now, I don't know anything about this lady, and I'm certainly not judging her because this can happen to anybody. But what I'm trying to get you to see in this story that it is so important for you to be aware of your actions, of your behavior, and know that whatever decisions or choices you make, they're going to affect not only you, but everything and everybody connected to you. And so I'm going to take you to the story of Samson as an example. But first, before I get there, I want to show you what the uh, the commissioner said here about this case. This is what the commissioner spoke out in the article. He said, it is an embarrassment to us all after trying to get in touch with Miss Jackson, she didn't answer her phone. And he said these words. He said, it is an embarrassment to us all. Certainly, it is an embarrassment to the community, said Dr. Cedric Alexandra. He was a former DeKalb County Public Safety Commissioner. Now, he now serves as a, a national expert on law enforcement in America, he said, despite the criminal allegations, this incident should not cast any disfavor over thousands of other officers right there in your community in Metro Atlanta. Now, it's interesting that he said that because we live in a time where people already have a negative connotation about police officers as it is from, I mean, just from the, you know, numbers of killings that many of them have performed to just a lot of things that you question about a police officer and so it's, it's interesting that he would point that out because you know people look at police officers today with little to no respect and so uh he, he pointed out he says that there should not be any disfavor meaning that just because she did this don't look at everybody and put them in the same boat as her. And he said that uh, you are doing an outstanding job in understanding the importance of maintaining the distance between themselves and those that are involved in criminal activity. So what he's saying is that that should have been a line of separation between her career and what she was called to do in her personal life. Now there's a line, sometimes a boundary line that we have to draw but if we're not careful, love in itself can blind us. Lust can blind us. Sin can blind us. And these are, 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 are stumbling blocks that turns in things that turns into stumbling blocks that we don't even see coming and how they're going to destroy our lives in the end. And so we suffer for that. But not only is Miss Jackson suffering, but she violated as this article said, it said that she violated her oath as a police officer. Concealing information about her boyfriend was placed on administrative leave and pending the outcome of the investigation. And so this is what she decided to do. It says she later resigned and she was arrested on October the 29th. And then this, this story just makes my heart grieve. You know, because 
wisdom teaches. And when wisdom teaches, we ought to listen. But there are many times that wisdom wants us to listen when we choose to simply disobey. And then because we disobey wisdom and we make poor decisions, been there, I've been there, guess what happens? Sometimes we we become a reproach to God, just like Israel did. We we become a reproach to the people around us, a disappointment. We become a reproach to ourselves, a disgrace. And guess what? Everything that you work hard for has been discredited and, and counted as unrighteousness. So it doesn't even matter how great your name was. When the enemy is want to set a trap for you and against you, when the great fall comes, destruction comes. And Ms. Jackson's story really paints that picture, that picture of destruction, sudden destruction. Meaning it comes like a thief. It, it comes so quick that you don't even see it coming. You don't even have time to blink. It's suddenly. And so the other person that I want to kind of relate Miss Jackson's story to, because I want you to see that even people in the Bible have, uh, have fallen and made mistakes and that God had to deal with them. And so I want to share with you of somebody who you can really learn something from because the Lord had really given me this story to teach to my kids. But as I was teaching to my Sunday school class, guess what? I was also learning from this story. So we're going to go to the book of Samson. And that's in the book of Judges chapter 16 here. And I want to I want to tell you that Samson had fallen in love. You can read, but I'm going to summarize. Samson had fallen in love with this beautiful woman named Delilah. And because she was so beautiful he didn't he didn't see anything else he just saw beauty and 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 sometimes that's what love does you know when we say we love somebody we can't see the the person behind the mask we can't really see the flesh unless the holy spirit show us but in this case what samson did not know is that Delilah really was a setup by the enemy, by the people who wanted revenge against Samson because Samson was so great in God's eyes. He was just like the untouchables. But because of Samson's rebellion, something happened to him. But, but if you follow me here in this story in chapter 16, you will notice that in verse 5, The rulers of the Philistines went to Delilah and said these words. They said, see if you can lure him, they're talking about Samson, into showing you the secret of his great strength and how we can overpower him so we may tie him up and subdue him. Each one of us will give you 1,100 shekels of silver. Samson didn't even see it coming. Do you see it coming? The traps in which the enemy wants to set for you because 
just like the Bible said, the enemy is not our friends, but he, he, he has come with a motive, with a secret hidden agenda. And that agenda is to steal, kill, and destroy. And when the enemy is exposed early on, we are cautioned to pray. Our antennas go up to say, no, get back. But I often wonder, did, did Miss Jackson see any antennas? Samson didn't see, not because they, they, they wasn't there, but it's because he didn't want to see. Beauty can blind the hearts of man. Beauty is very decept deceptive. It can trick us into thinking that a person is one way, but in actuality, they're really a whole nother way. Delilah was only into Samson for the reward of the money. So Delilah goes on to do this plan and it says, so Delilah said to Samson, tell me the secret of your great strength and how you can be tied up and subdued. See, when the enemy comes to steal from the children of God, he not just coming to, to steal a piece of candy. No, he's coming to take our, 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 our crowns. He's coming to take the precious metals. He's coming to tear us of our robes, of our destiny, of our purpose, and the things in which God has set before us. Ms. Jackson's story is an example of that. Not only was her boyfriend a gang member and she tried to cover for him, but when he got caught in her car without a license, that night her life was destroyed. When the police began to do the investigation, sudden destruction came. And as Samson didn't know, it was too gonna follow him. And it says that then the Lilah said to Samson, you have made a fool of me. You lied to me. Come now, tell me how you can be tied. So Delilah is using her looks to get what she wants from Samson. And so finally Samson gives in and he says, if anyone ties me securely with new ropes that have never been used, I'll become as weak as any other man. She's hurry. She's she's constantly asking him questions so she can find out his secret. And when she finds out the secret, she uses it against him as an ambush, as an attack. That's the secret code of the enemy: is to lure us, to attack us, to steal from us, and to completely rob us blind and take us out to make us so weak that we don't even have time for God or anybody else or listen to anybody else who want to really tell us the truth. And so this is what Samson does. Samson continues talking to Delilah. And so after he tells her these words in verse 13, Delilah then said to Samson, until now you have been making a fool of me and lying to me. Tell me how you can be tied, he replied. If you weave the seven braids of my head into the fabric on the loom and tighten it with a pen, I'll become as weak as any other man. 
So while he was sleeping, Delilah took the seven braids of his head, wove them into the fabric, and tightened it with the pen. Again, she called to him, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. Now, now, now guess what? The, say, the stage is set. The enemy is exposed. And the victory in this moment was in the enemy's hand because Samson didn't see what Delilah was doing while he was sleeping. Delilah took the seven braids and guess what? She cut his hair completely off. And when he woke from his sleep, the Bible says, and he pulled up the pin and the loom with the fabric. Then she said to him, how can you say I love you when you won't confine in me? This is the third time you have made a fool of me and haven't told me the secret of your great strength. With such nagging, she probed him day after day until he was tired to death. So he told her everything. No razor has ever been used on my head. He said, because I have been a Nazarite set apart to God since birth. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me and I would become as weak as any other man. Now this was a secret that Samson was never supposed to tell anybody. This was only supposed to be kept between him and God and his parents because they knew. And Delilah figured it out. And this is what caused the Philistines to seek revenge on Samson. And so my prayer really goes out to Miss Jackson tonight because there was a trap set by her, by the enemy, whether she knew it or not. And I want you all out there that are listening to this episode is to know that the enemy does set traps for us. It's not a game and it's not a joke, but we need to be mindful of the traps that are set before us and that we need to be praying and fasting so that the Holy Spirit will protect us from whatever snares that are trying to come and be used as a weapon against us. So I pray tonight, Lord, I lift up Miss Jackson to you, Lord. I ask for you to have great compassion and mercy, God, for you to forgive her of her sins, God. And God, just intervene, God. She's lost her career. She's lost her reputation, God. But God, when we face pitfalls such as these, God, this is a perfect time for you to come in to intervene and pull us out of the dark ditches for which we have um, made and agreed with the enemy because we didn't see, God, the snares, the blocks, the stumbling blocks that was going to cause us to fall and stumble, God. But God, you said, God, that when we cry out to you, the righteous, Lord, you always hear us. You hear us when we pray. And tonight, God, I, I'm praying for Miss Jackson, and I pray, Lord, for her to cry out to you, God, and that you will have favor and show such great mercy and compassion, God, and your unfailing love, where she really don't deserve it. But God, that's where your love comes in to overshadow our lives and, and to prove to man, God, that your love is the greatest love of all. And God, I lift up anyone tonight who may be in a similar situation such as this, oh Father God. 
God, may you deliver, may you sanctify, may you set free and redeem, God. And may you cause your name to be great in their lives and not a reproach, Father God. May they bless you, God, for bringing them out of the darkest pits that only you can deliver them from and give you glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.